Welcome back to Coal America. I'm Chris Colvin, your host back here. Hey everybody, it's been a minute. Mm. But I'm back. <sighs> so, sorry it's been a while. Uh, I know there's a lot going on, a lot of sports going on, a lot of things I can talk about this past couple weeks, and I've been busy. And, oh, but it's May. And I'll tell you, uh, <laughs> it's, um, yeah, I talked about it on here before about Wayne uh, passing away, and I, I want to start with thanking so much Sonia and uh, Jeff Sides. My goodness, I mean, there's there's a billion people to thank. Those two really did a lot. Sonia talking with his family and dealing with all that, and oh my goodness. And then uh, sides uh, heading up to GoFundMe and and helping keep all that straight. Uh, running the tournament uh, that we did this past Tuesday, we reached the goal. Uh, it was so great to see a lot of the players in there. And I mean, we had forty, we had twenty-two teams, so forty-four players uh, signed up and played. And to give you a reference, the first tournament that we did for him trying to raise money, we only had twenty-seven. Uh, at Dark Prom this year, only 31 played in the tournament. So, uh, to everybody that donated, everybody that played, thank you so much. Uh, that, that was great. Mm. I mean, <laughs> did I want to see 100% turnout? Yes. I was hoping it was going to be even bigger. You know, that we'd have had to spread out and use a lot of bars. But... There were full teams that didn't you know nobody on their team signed up. I was like, yeah, no, and that's disheartening because, uh, you know, the 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 way that I knew the friend I knew was just a great guy, and you know, so is what it is. But to those that did turn out and, and help out, anything they were absolutely awesome. It's great to see uh, people that aren't even in the league anymore, like Clay and Fun. You know, always good to hang out with them. It just so happened that Wayne was cremated on Tuesday. Uh, it was Olive Rizzo's birthday. Uh, so we, you know, and that was a celebration of life tournament. It wasn't a morning. We'll all be inside. Wayne, Wayne touched a lot of people and uh, it definitely made his impact. And uh, I choose to look at it as I am grateful that I was able to live in a time and in a place where I was able to meet Wayne and know him as a friend, and I'm blessed for that time that we had together. And yeah, that's that. Now the GoFundMe is still open. Uh, as while well, we have paid the bill at the uh, at the funeral home and everything, uh, which was about thirty eight hundred dollars uh, and change, uh, closer to thirty nine, I think. But anyway. Uh, the rest of the money we had said we were going to donate towards cancer research and sides found a uh, a foundation here in Tuscaloosa at DCH in their cancer department that uh, anybody that has you know financial troubles they have a foundation where people can donate and try and help out people that uh, need it you know need the financial help uh, here in Tuscaloosa here at DCH in the cancer ward specifically. And 
Uh, yeah, Sonya agreed. Uh, she's just like that's exactly where he was. He he was that person that needed the financial help in that world, and that yeah, I think he would be good with with it going there. Uh, Paul from Glorybound, just Paul, Paul Lane. He said, uh, you know, anytime that we do any of this, I'm trying to think what would Wayne want and how would Wayne want it. You know, that that particular person. And Sod said it best. Wayne would have hated us having a tournament for him. He would have absolutely hated it. Mm. No, no, no. Y'all don't need to do all that for me. No, it's fine. Mm. But he would have done it for any one of us. And I said so that 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 was the right thing to do. I do ask that when I pass, if any of you are still alive, do not have a dark tournament for me. There is nobody y'all can name as commissioner that I hate enough to make them try and run one of these tournaments. Uh, Dale Murphy could be the commissioner of T-Town Dark League, and I would say don't do it. It doesn't get worse than that. Um, but, yeah, don't do it. Uh, is it worth it when it's over, that relief that, all right, it's done? But... Man, it ain't easy. And honestly, it's disheartening, you know, because uh, you're texting everybody, you're, you're over-texting everybody, they're getting 8 million texts, and you know you're annoying people, uh, you know they're not, most of them aren't even reading them, because uh, you know, then they'll text you and ask questions that you've literally sent them for text answer. Um, so you know they're not reading them. You know, you just got so many things that it drives me nuts. It does. Uh, but it is what it is. Now, the league was paused last week, so not a lot has changed. I did not do one after last week because, well, frankly, everything's kind of skewed. Our team, Darts United, we, uh, we're here at home, and we, uh, we were able to win because of my teammates. Uh, I cannot say enough, man. They picked me up on Tuesday. Wes, Keith, Mac, every one of them picked me up and carried me. And I haven't needed that in a couple of seasons. I, I, I did, the last two seasons, I won the MVP. And uh, I, I carried my weight every week. I felt like, you know, if you play in the league, you know what I mean? That there's weeks that you go, yeah, I didn't have it. Or, yeah, I had it. And there wasn't a time I wasn't finding wins. And this week, not at all. Uh, I, I did not throw a quality mark. You got to go back to B League. When I was in B League, I had a week where I didn't throw a quality mark. Not since then. And I didn't throw one. Lost my singles for the second week in a row. I played. We played two weeks. And I, I didn't throw well. And, you know, I threw okay the first week. That was good, not great. And uh, then this week, I just wasn't good. I was bad. And I'll be honest, I was, I was pretty irritated. Uh, and during the pro shoot, Keith and Mac were playing the pro shoot. Wes Smith was sitting there. And, yeah, you could tell this guy, he was captain of the four-time champions for a while. He knows how to how to handle egos and, and, and personalities. And, uh he was like, dude, he goes, you're right. You didn't throw well. He goes, I'm not going to lie to you. He goes, but 
We sell one nine to three each week. We do not throw away. He goes, that bodes well for our team. And I appreciate that. And it made me feel a little better. But it still doesn't make me feel good about not throwing well. And uh, this Tuesday, we'll be back at home playing uh, short shafts and sticky tips. I'm not going to be running any tournaments. I'm not going to be dealing with people coming up. Hey, what about this? What about this? What about this? Uh, that Tuesday, I had teams texting me, hey, uh, we, we had a player quit. We need to postpone it. We need to, you know, this, talk to the other team. No, they don't want to. Okay, they'll take the forfeit. Okay, we forfeit. Wait, wait, wait. We thought they were going to postpone it. All these texts. Yeah, whatever. Uh, doesn't matter. Seven o'clock hits. I'm a player. And I, I owe that to my team. We're currently sitting on top of the table, baby. Now, I'll say we have 18 points. BI has 70. This is after two weeks. BI has 17. Projectile dysfunction. The team we were able to beat is uh, uh, out of hoppers. They're sitting there with 14. Dark's gone wild. Matt Jones, also out of unique, sitting there with 13. The Dartman cometh have 11. Third Dark Magic has 9. They've only played one week each. They, they, they postponed their match from week two. They didn't play week three, so they only played one week each. Uh, Shits and Giggles out of Hoppers, they have eight. Over the Hill Gang has five. Short Shafts and Sticky Dips has five. The Dark Side has three. Um, now, the Dark Side and uh, Shits and Giggles, that's who Dark Side forfeited. Uh, it's down right now as a forfeit, 7-0. They are reopen negotiations between the two teams. It is 100% between them. If Shits and Giggles decides to replay the match, they'll replay the match. Uh, if they can't work out a date to do it, they won't do it. Hmm. So that's where we're at. Uh, and with the standings. Now, this coming week, it's going to be a lot of fun. going to be a lot of fun. I'm looking forward to it. Um... We'll just look at the week three schedule. I know, I tell you, Darts United, we're here at home. Short chats and sticky tips come to visit. And uh, I'm going to correct. I got I to I gotta step up. I will step up. We're going to come correct. Uh, the Dartman cometh. Travel to the Dart side. That's also at Unique. So I have that going on, and I have insider information that Evans will not be there. He's going up to Nashville to see Shania Twain. Uh, I don't think she personally invited him and Holly, but they might have. I don't know. Uh, rabbit hole, man. But uh, anyway, uh, Dart's gone wild. Uh, they will be over at Hoppers against Shits and Giggles. Projectile Dysfunction. We'll be at the Houndstooth playing B.I. You have a storyline in that one. Projectile Dysfunction has Danny Shanahan, their captain, who used to play on B.I. Was with them when they won a title years ago. He's going as the, that was his first bar. That's where we all met him. And uh, he's going going home to play B.I. Hoss uh, wasn't there last week. And Chris Davis wasn't there last week when we played them. I should definitely point that out. Uh, and you know, y'all know Hoss, y'all know Chris, yeah, those are very good players, 
they were both missing last week. Uh, I know Hoss will be back. I saw him today. I don't know Chris think is still out, but I'm not entirely sure. I'm not sure exactly when he gets back. Uh, but over the hill gang will travel to the red shed to take on third dark magic. They just keep on rolling, don't they? Mm, 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 mm. Uh, they picked up nine in their first week. Obviously haven't played since. Uh, they do have a, another new piece this year with Hammond uh, joining them, but Nick, Scotty Mack, uh, Keon Navarro, they're still there. That's a good team. So it'll uh, the, the week three week three promise to be a lot of fun. Now you say, oh, well, it's only week three. Let me remind you, there are only nine weeks this season. There's ten teams in the league. So after this, boom, thirty three percent of the way through. So there it is. Singles league. Um, I could tell you the standings and go through it and everything. But uh, honestly, like, Danny is sitting at 16, I'm sitting at 13. We both played two matches. I mean, we both played three matches, all, all three. As far as Hunger, Tui, Mac, Matt, Steve, Andy, Sam, all, Sonya, Nick, I can't tell you. I can't tell you who's played one match. I can't tell you who's played two. I don't know if they had a bye. I don't know. And I'm not going through it right now. Um... The same thing with the East. It's like Drew sitting there with 14. Uh, Wallen sitting there with 13. Wills with 12. Uh, Hoss is with 9. I don't know who's played 1, 2, 3. I don't know what they've done. So, couldn't tell you. Um, if you want to look at it, then look at the schedule. You can see the scores from the schedule, which I could do, but I'm not going to because I just thought that would be a waste of time. It's singles league. Uh, it's a lot of fun. It's great to play in. It's excellent practice, which I need. Uh, by the way, my singles league, I'll just tell you, I beat Steve 4-3 to three in week one. And Steve is coming along. He's doing well. Uh, he's getting better. He's learning, learning the outs. And he's a great dude. You know, good player and, and getting better. Uh, in week two, I beat Sam Hall, I think, 6-1. to one. Yeah, 6-1. to one. And then... Uh, <laughs> I lost in week three to Mac, four to three. Uh, Mac threw really well. Uh, we played on Wednesday, which I hate doing, but that's just because I like going out on Tuesday. Uh, but, but no, seriously, uh, Mac threw really well in those. Uh, let's see. He took game, uh, yeah, he took game one, and then I took games two and three, I think. No, 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 no. He does exactly five point. No, I, yeah, I took game one, and I was up one zero. He took games two and three, and was up two to one. And then I took four and five to go up three to two. He took game six and game seven, and uh, game seven his out. He had fifty left. And he went 20, double 15, and hit it, bam, bam. I couldn't believe it. I was like, why would you even throw for that? Uh, it befuddles me. He can rationalize it. I'll let him explain that. I'm not going to speak for him. Is I'm If I'm feeling bullseyes, I'm going double bull. If 
more often than not, I'm going to go 18, double 16. Um, occasionally 10, double 20 if I'm feeling on that day, but I don't know how far down the list I would have to go before, I can tell you it'd be near the bottom, before I would ever even consider going uh, 20, double 16, or double 15 uh, for the out. One, because I'm scared to death I'm going to hit that triple 20, which I've done so many times, you know, to bust. And then number two is if I throw a double 15, I'm probably going to hit a 15. And leave it, and then I either have to set it up for the next round, or I'm stuck on 15. And, oh, I hate it. But he hit it, as a giving credit, and he got me 4-3. Um, I get Matt Jones next week. I will. I'm not missing the playoffs this year. I made them last year. I've been alternating since this league started. Make the playoffs, miss the playoffs. Make the playoffs, miss the playoffs. Last year I made the playoffs. Okay. This year, it's time to be more consistent and uh, get my mind right. And uh, that's that's what a lot of it usually is: is focus. I know certain days of the week I focus more than others. Uh, I really like playing on Tuesdays because it's dark day. I wake up ready for dark day. And when I play on Tuesday afternoon, it's a great warm-up going into the team league. Seven competitive matches, you know, as a warm-up before I play the team league. Yeah, I'm ready to go. Um, These last couple weeks, uh, I did, I will say this, I actually bartended. From two to five, something I haven't done in a long time. On Tuesdays, I was over at Redshed, and uh, I'm not saying that it messed me up. It didn't help. Hmm. Well, we'll figure that out. Uh, so that's what I'm done. Let's jump over MLB, MLB, MLB. Let's go to the standings over here. The AL East. You got the Rays. Sitting up on top, 40 and 18. Man, that's that's, that's tough. Uh, four games ahead of the Baltimore Orioles, who are 35 and 21. The Yankees are sitting there at 34 and 24 and six games out of first. The Blue Jays, 30 and 27, nine and a half out. The Red Sox, 29-27. Two games over 500, 10 games out of first place. Now look at the AL Central. 30 and 27 twins are leading it. They're leading it. The Red Sox would be right behind them. Because <laughs> then they got the Tigers at 26-28. Guardians of the Galaxy down there 25-31. The White Sox 23-35. And the Royals 17-39. It was just 2015 when they won the World Series. And all in hard times. You go to the just 2015. Like that wasn't eight years ago. Um... Go to the AL West, the Rangers. Buddy, we're 55 games in now. They're at 35 and 20. Starting to like that might be a real ball club. That pitching staff's doing some things. <laughs> then you got the Astros. They're coming. You knew they would. 33 and 23, two and a half out of first. The Mariners finally started picking theirs up 29 27. They're seven and three in their last ten, starting to pick it up. The Angels thirty and twenty-eight, above five hundred, five and five in their last ten. Do they deal Otani? 
when Otani when they deal Otani to the Cubs, is this gonna be the move that propels the Cubs to where they rightfully belong? Above five hundred? <laughs> nah, I'm just saying. And the A's still have uniforms barely. Uh, if you didn't see the video of the fan that ran on the field, this fan runs on the field. He goes directly to second base. Then he goes to the third base side, like, you know, left field. And he goes to second base. Then he runs to first base. Then he runs down the whole plate, runs back up to third base, then goes back out. The grounds crew did not even make a move at him. And it was at third base, and one of them, like, blows a leaf blower at him. The other one, you know, just kind of like, hey, get off the field. And then he went back. Security, they gave up. They quit. They weren't even trying to chase him. One of them was just standing there watching him. The others kind of walked towards him. And when he gets over the wall, they're like, yeah, yeah, stay up there. But you know what? I thought about it. I was like, hey, maybe if they let the fans run around the field, someone will show up. In between the third and fourth inning, you get to run the bases. Everybody in the stands can run the bases. Ah! Let's do some crazy things. Maybe people will show up, go to the games, buy a ticket. I mean, look, you're going to Vegas anyway. Might as well go to hell with it, right? Just do whatever you want. Bring back 10-cent beer night. That didn't work out well in Chicago on the south side for the White Sox. Do some more stupid things. Who cares? You're leaving. All right, over to the NL East. We'll start out in the West. The Diamondbacks. 7-3 7-3 in their last 10. 34-23 overall. The Dodgers, 34-23 overall. 5-5 five five in their last 10. Tied for first place. Oh, Ducta. Do we have Cinderella in the house? The Giants, 28-28. Five and a half back. The Padres. Everybody said the Padres were going to be really good. Including me. They're 26-30. Seven and a half back. The Rockies are 24 and 34, 10 and a half back, 4 and 6 in our last 10. Nah. Let's take a look at the Comedy Central, this crap division. The Brewers are 29 and 27, two games over 500. Whoopity doo! You're in first. 4 and 6 in their last 10, and they're leading the division. The Pirates, 28 27, half a game back, 4 and 6 in their last 10. The Reds, 26 and 30, three back, seven and three in the last 10. You know why? <coughs> because they went into Chicago and swept the Cubs. The Cardinals, 25 and 32, four and a half back, no longer in the cellar, because that belongs to the Cubs at 24 and 31. Four and a half back, tied with the Cardinals for last place. Now, but we're technically like percentage points behind them. Here's the thing. We lost. We got swept three straight games by the Cincinnati Reds, who were at the bottom of the division. Then we turned around and we took two out of three from the Tampa Bay Rays with the best record in baseball. That makes no sense. You know what that sounds like? Sounds like inconsistency. You know where you get inconsistency? From the manager. Our manager went to Auburn, and we will never win with David Ross at the helm, period. You cannot have Auburn guys running your organization in any capacity and be a winner. That's it. Look at the Atlanta Braves. When they got their president of operations and they got them gone that were huge Auburn boosters, they left. What happened? They won a World Series a couple years ago. 
cannot have the Auburn guys in charge and be successful. That's all there is to it. Period. Done. End of story. Now, in the NL East, the Atlanta Braves leading the division 33-23. and 23. Four and six in their last ten, though. The Mets, 30-27, and 27, including a loss to the Oakland A's, by the way. Now, I understand. MLB did them no favors. They made them play Sunday night baseball and then fly out to the West Coast and go play the A's on Memorial Day that evening, that evening. But, you know, still, that East Coast to West Coast to play the next day, that's, that's a tough trip. And they lost that game. And you know what I say? Good. Do it to them more. Anyway. The Mets, 30 and 27, three games over 500, three and a half out of first, six and four in their last 10. The Marlins, 29 and 28, just over 500, only four and a half back. They're five and five in their last 10. The Phillies, in the World Series last year, 25 and 31, a mere six games under 500, only eight games out of first place, three and seven. Look, nobody's out of this yet. All right, nobody in this division except uh, the Nats. 24-32, 24-32, they're only a game behind the Phillies. Uh, they're 5-5, five five, but let's be real. Look at the roster again. Nah, Phillies, uh, Nats, Nats ain't making that run. Mm. One key pitcher, Estrada. Want to go down for Atlanta? They're done. They don't win that division. Yeah, one big injury. That's all it is. So much could happen. The NBA Finals happened tonight, the first game. Uh, and the uh, Denver Nuggets handled it. They won by 11. They covered the nine-point spread. Yes, I had the Nuggets first half. I had their team total over first half, hit both. Uh, at halftime, I took Miami. And uh, they, they were down 19. I took a minus half point. And I'm like, yeah, that's... You got to do that. They got, you know, the Jimmy Buckets is over there. Come on. And uh, hit that. And I had Miami's money. I had Denver's money line. I had Denver's spread for the game. Hit both of those. I pushed on the team total over a 104. So I'll take that. It was a good game. Mm. Let's hope Denver sweeps. You know why? Because then we'd be done with the NBA. Yay, for a while. NHL, you got the Stanley Cup playoffs starting on Saturday night. The Las Vegas Golden Knights, the Florida Panthers. How are the Florida Panthers still in this? What is going on? I don't get it. It don't make any sense. I'm taking Vegas. Vegas wins the series. Vegas every game till they win the series. I took Vegas before the playoffs started. I took Vegas again before the last series. So I've got future bets out on them. I took the Nuggets before the playoffs started also, by the way. And I took the Nuggets again to win this series before it started. So we're very big on the Nuggets and Vegas. That's what will happen. So it's gonna happen. In soccer, uh, Premier League came and left. It's over with. The EPL done. You had the uh, the FA Cup though. The final is this Saturday, 9 a.m. 9 a.m. Central Time here in Alabama, Tuscaloosa, where I am, where I live. It will be at 9 a.m. Unique will be open. You know that. Because the FA Cup final is huge. And you know who's in it? Manchester City versus Manchester United. That's right. We've got the Manchester Derby for the Cup in Wembley. 
Where the famous men united and were on the way to Wimberley. Wimberley, Wimberley, where the famous... Yeah, I'm not going to sing the whole fight song, but uh, you can YouTube it. Glory, Glory, Man United. That's the name of the song. Anyway, uh, you'll find a lot of other songs on there that are pretty funny. Uh, anyway, in the singing section. If that promises to be a good game, look, City's going to be a big favorite. You're going to get good odds on United. These two teams, yeah, come on. Is City better? Maybe, probably. They've been better, but it's one game. And either one of these teams can win this game. One game, you're talking about the biggest club in the history of football. You know, I'm not counting them out. I'll take them plus whatever and, and hope that they can come correct. Now, City also still has the Champs League final to look forward to. Uh, not Sunday, but the following Sunday. So let's remember that as well. Um, they've still got that coming. The Europa Cup has already been played. Uh, it was played on Wednesday. And Sevilla, seven times in the finals, seven-time champions. Now, they were going against Mourinho, uh, the manager uh, at Roma, who had been in every European final he had been at, he had never lost. And so you knew it was going to be one of those games. And Roma was up 1-0 at the half. It was 1-1 at the end of regulation. They went to penalties, went to sudden death penalties. And Sevilla brought it home. So Sevilla, yet again, wins the Europa. Meaning they'll be a Champs League next year. Probably get knocked out pretty early. Hopefully they'll be early enough to get into Europa. Because you, know, you can fall into it. And you'll win it again because they, they love winning Europa. It's what they do. They beat United on the in a couple of years ago in the Europa final. Uh, you'll famously remember it went to the 11th PK shooter, goalkeeper against goalkeeper, and David De Gea was trash at taking PKs, and he didn't save any either. We lost 11 to 10, so he was the only one to miss. He didn't save any. Sorry, Dave. He won the Golden uh, Glove for the EPL this season as the most shutouts, you know, lowest goals, whatever. Uh, Okay, they can penalty kick though. Not good at that. Anyway, so we do have soccer uh, this Saturday morning. Obviously, I'll be open early. I'm. It is currently. Let's see what time it is right now. Two twenty a.m. I uh, I did last call right at one a.m. Everybody got out. They cleaned, and then I immediately jumped on here. And uh, <laughs> it's the summer, it's slow, man. Like, we've had some decent happy hours and early on. I'll be honest, I've been a little disappointed in our dark tournaments, but I understand it because there's so many going on that, you know, you don't, you know you're just ending everything out. Man, last week, we did more than we should have. Uh, uh, I, you know, we do our normal Thursday tournament. And then on Sunday, we did our normal tournament. Monday, Red Shed normally has a tournament. They were closed, so I went, yeah, I'll do it. And we had like, you know, 10 people here for it, and that was all right, but, you know, for Memorial Day. But then we had the, the tournament for Wayne on Tuesday. It's normally league night, everybody's still on that night anyway. Wednesday, Hoppers did a tournament, uh, bring your own teammate tournament. And then our tournament again tonight, so yeah, it's a yeah, player, people don't like throwing so much. My arm is actually sore. It has been for a couple of weeks. I talked to teammates about it. 
I uh, wasn't going to bring this up entirely on the podcast, but I've had had a lot of soreness uh, recently that I've tried to work out, tried to give it days off, different things. And uh, it's not just the muscle, though. There's other things going on. But, uh, I mean, look, I'll be fine. I'll figure it out. I got till Tuesday. I don't care if I don't play in another tournament till Tuesday. Uh, (laughs) uh, I'll, I'll, I'll be good again. Anyway, um, come by, see us at Unique. We can definitely use the help during the summer. Uh, <laughs> plus, you know, this is preseason, guys. This is preseason. We're getting closer to college football. After NBA and NHL are over, then I will be uh, working on breaking down college football. I want to go through each SEC team. I want, you know, the win balls, totals, all that. You know, we're in June now. It's June 2nd. So we want to, uh, we got to start preparing. And you need to prepare too as a fan. Working out and drinking are so similar. If you go and drink every day, and I recommend drinking every day, but if you do it, then you build up a tolerance. And you're able to handle more and more, you know, whatever. Working out does also. But also, it doesn't hurt the next day. Those hangover stuff, no, they don't, they don't exist. Because your body's used to certain things. You know? Whereas, we're working out. You know, you don't work out for like, I don't know, three or four months. Then go to the gym. And go hard. Go hard in the gym. You're going to be in a lot of pain. <laughs> the, next day, not, the next day, but the day after. Oh, it's going to feel terrible. It's going to feel terrible. Don't go out drinking for you know a couple of months and then go out and be like, yeah, we're gonna do it like we do it. We can drink. It's gonna hurt. That's why everybody goes, oh, when you get older, you know, you know, you can't feel it, your body don't recover. It's also that you're not practicing. And I'm not saying you should go out every day. I'm just saying stay in shape. You know, be ready for game day. You don't want game day to come. You're up at 8 a.m., you're watching, you know, college game day, getting excited, getting ready. The kickoff's at six, and you're hammered. Can't tell us anything about the game the next day. You just, I remember the score at the end of the first quarter. You know, it was something like 17 to three. Uh, yeah, it was, it was actually uh, seven to three, but okay. Yeah, oh, yeah, 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 something like that. But yeah, uh, I, don't, I don't know. But we got we to gotta do something with this quarterback. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's what you're going to hear from people. They're going to have suggestions on how to fix whatever. And believe me, in Tuscaloosa, Alabama, we could go and win 77 to nothing, and they're going to have suggestions on things to fix. Yes, I promise. There's going to be a complaint. Anyway, um, we open up Monday through Friday, about 2 p.m. at the latest, Saturday and Sunday, usually earlier, usually earlier, always on Sunday. Uh, Normally by 11 a.m. This week, obviously, like I said, 8.30 I told you we have dark tournaments here on Sunday at 5 p.m. and Thursday at 7 p.m. Those are open to anybody. Anybody show up. You know, if you're looking to possibly get into the league, or even if you just want to play and have fun, but you want to, you want to, you know, people, you don't have to be in the league to play in these tournaments. These tournaments were designed to get people and and little practice, little have fun and learn how to play. And you, you hopefully you get teamed up with somebody on the Sunday tournament or Monday over at Red Shed that uh, is similar to our friend Wayne. Wayne would teach 
he taught so many younger players, you know, the right strategy, the right thing to do, the right thing to throw at, why to do it, and uh, you know, hopefully I can I can help do the same with some of them. Uh, that that's one of my goals is to uh, help some of the younger players learn stuff like he helped me learn. And I hope that he passed that along to many others that you know know more than I. <laughs> I'm kidding. They might be better than me. They might they don't know more. Anyway, um, but again, thank you to everyone that helped out with all that. Man, a lot. I'm glad it's behind us. I'm also happy for Wayne because he's in a better place now and he's doing well. And I think I talked about that last time, so that was all I'm gonna say on it. I want to thank uh, Hoppers and Redshed, and of course Unique, you know, hosting the tournament and, and doing well with that, being very hospitable. Uh, Glorybound, Rabbit Hole, Unique, uh, we all threw in prizes for the winners, uh, just because you know all the money was going, you know, for our boy, and uh, so the throwing in prizes. I thought that was really cool. Glory bound and not holding them to step up. And <clears throat> and I sincerely appreciate it. And obviously, I need to go to bed. So, thank you all again. Uh, I appreciate it. I hope to see you out at Unique soon. Uh, no, I, got, I, got a, I got a decent amount of staff in town. And uh, they're pretty cool. So, come, come meet them. Hang out with them. We'll have a good time. Uh, if then I I'll tell you I plan on doing the next one next Wednesday but Tuesday night goes like this past one it'll be Thursday because I mean this last Tuesday yeah we had the tournament so you know we, we're doing a little boozing and right as the tournament's over and get close to ending uh, Oliver got out for his birthday and so then I was out with him and uh, yeah that's some good wholesome family entertainment but uh, anyway, thank you all for listening. Thank you for all that you've ever done for me. I sincerely appreciate it. And as always, I'll leave you with this. Shoot to score. Expect it to go in. Shoot to score. Don't just throw it up there. Expect it. Play to win. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what you're playing or who you're playing. I don't care. I don't care if it's your five-year-old niece wanting to hoop with you. Talk about play to win. And when you get married, make for damn sure that you are the ugly one. I'm Chris Cole.